0: be the last one standing two hands in the air i'm a champion you'll be looking up at me when it's
1: Welcome to Super Coach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And thank you for joining us. Yes, it's been a while. Yes, we've left you like blue balls in Nigeria, but we are back, Chris. <laughs> okay, blue balls in
0: Nigeria. You're going to have to explain that metaphor to me. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but look, um, we are back. And Chris, we have changed our socials because... We got sick of Chris <laughs> Stuffing getting Stuffing them up 800 times a week. Wrong all the time. Yep. So it is SC Insider 100 and that is on Twitch. That is on Twitter, Twitter Facebook,
0: Facebook. Absolutely everything. Everything um, except. except um, it is different on, on YouTube um, because you have to, for whatever reason, have your channel name as your address. So it's just um, YouTube.com forward slash Supercoach Insider. Easy. Welcome. How easy? Welcome. Was, we, and we did not stuff that up once. That no, it is, it's,
1: it's the first of many. And Chris... If you think that I'm going to sit here and talk about the 2020 Supercoach season without a beverage, you are mistaken. <laughs> that is because right. Because I am definitely. I think they're, be they're
0: actually not really heavy enough for us. Uh, these are uh, premium mids, and I'm not exactly sure that uh, this is going to be enough.
1: Um. <laughs> We're going to have to hit
0: the heavy spirits halfway through this podcast, I reckon.
1: If Supercoach made us drink this year, we'd be in trouble. So look, we'll keep it light. This is an entree beer. Chris. This is
0: true. Um, quickly, though, we'll, we'll shout out to all of the people listening from Melbourne. Um, sucks that you guys are... Are uh, going through what yes. you're going through at the moment. Um, luckily, we live in Brisbane, so the home of football, uh, the home of
1: football, right now, the big G. I it's the, the, um, I know the the small G because the small, they have the MCG. That's true,
0: and they're playing at the small G. So um, I went to Port versus Carlton last week. I just happened to be blessed with the best game of the year right in front of me. It was I, uh, Robbie Gray was white right in front of me, and it was 95 percent Carlton fans in the crowd, all booing the hell out of him. And I'm sure it would have been an awesome experience for him too. Yes, for like everyone on the ground.
1: And the good thing was is Chris finally found out why Rosie is doing so bad so
0: bad <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Rosie why but don't? we should yeah he's- we should but um, but we'll get into that later we when we go through each other's teams and see how badly that uh, the been, mighty have fallen. Uh, so. it,
1: it has been absolutely horrid. It However, has. I have focused into my leagues, and luckily my league is filled with half-nuffies, so I'm in with a shot.
0: I'm, I'm, I'd I'm. have to say that as well. Like My league's not looking as bad because my selections were not right throughout it because yep. you can only really deal with what you what you can go with when you draft. So. Um, so I'm actually going all right in most of my drafts and, um, uh, my leagues are not good in in my standard, but we'll see, (laughs) we'll see, see how we go with that as well. We'll see how we go. But,
1: uh, let's look, things have been thrown a curveball. Uh, it's been a bit funny around here. So, I mean, four extra trades, you're looking at being able to actually have a little bit of luxury with that three trades, which means you can really try and maximize these buy rounds and these condensed, Mm. um, fixtures, and also, we're going to talk a little bit about strategy and about how to set that up because you want to finish your side as fast as possible without the most carnage. And, you know, when you look at a condensed fix up, teams are going to be announced the day before they play. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to know. You're trying to make all these preemptive downgrades and free up cash, but then you might have a player late out. Yep. You're going to be in all sorts of trouble. I think it's going to be really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's been, um, I, I, I suppose, the first thing that came to mind when all the new changes got announced for the second time we've had changes. Um, it's, it's a bit strange for me. I, I, I'm a little bit here or there with it. Um, to me, I kind of feel like you kind of set the rules up round one and we should just play the rules as that was set. This isn't um,
1: Happy Gilmore, Chris. You can't just play the ball I, as it Did you
0: love that, by the way? That was a good tweet that I put out.
1: <laughs> it's like, Did you tweet that? Yeah. It's like, All right. Play the ball as All it All right,
0: lives. yes. Um, I had to play it off Frankenstein's fat foot, remember? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I think that that makes the most sense to me. Um, you start changing. Everyone knew that it was going to be condensed fishes going into round one. You know, obviously we didn't know a few things that have, have evolved over the season, but... Um, I just feel like the strong teams get stronger and the weak teams get weaker and it's, it's, it's not really going to be balanced. But I suppose there is going to be nothing balanced. So it's like...
1: Who cares? <laughs> oh, well. You know, like... <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, I, I like, uh, Man, uh, for me, I don't care. I, I just like football being on TV and the fact that I'll get to come home from work every day and watch some football, get on the... That's, uh, that's
0: what I've, I've literally just been watching football. I, but I, I've actually been enjoying it. For the sake of not even watching it from a super coach perspective. Yeah. I think when you get to my stage of how bad my year's gone, you just stop paying attention to the super coach scores, which is crazy because I never uh, do that.
1: My, my year's bad. It's not that bad, but it's pretty bad. Uh, to the point where last week, so not the week just gone, but the one before, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to win 50K. So I created a team from scratch because I wanted to know, could I make a better side from scratch than my current side is? And you know what the outcome was, Chris? I, I kicked, don't know. I kicked my own ass by 200 points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking my ass. Do you, do, you, do you mind? mind? <laughs> Seriously. I'm like, what the hell? Because you look at <laughs> every good. every premium I gear. picked, they're underpriced at the moment. Which means that if you went mid prices, it's like, hey, I'll pick up a, a Dusty, a Whitfield, I'll pick up a Crips. All, yeah, they're, they're Everyone's super cheap. cheap. Or Zach Williams, who's drop cheap and Mr. Month. Yep. You know, it I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I know. You know he's
0: still he's still in the averaging seventy. So I don't know what I'm looking forward to when he comes oh, back.
1: I know, right? He actually looked good in his last
0: game, and then he got <laughs> yeah, Exactly
1: right. Yeah, it was good. He looked good for that. Oh. Anyway, um, but. Here's the thing. I think, Chris, we've brought it upon ourselves. This is probably Our true. whole preseason of not our worst. <laughs> <laughs> Actually was our worst. I think we did this to ourselves. It's
0: true. It's true. I think we did. So and tell us how you went last week, mate, and let's give us a bit of an update.
1: Yes. Uh, first of all, though, quick little shout-out as well to those who did reach out and say, Hey, yo, where you been? Yeah, big shout-out. Um, look, yeah, it's, it's been... Well, not only that, it's been... Everything's so up and down with the fixture and everything. So it's kind of like, look, pick players that you like. And, for instance, like I broke Goldstein this week. So, (laughs) you know, you do what you do. But this week I scored 2,100. I would have got uh, 60 more if I kept Sarong, except the guy I was playing at the time, uh, I was beating that matchup and Butterick got 59. So I thought, right, well, that could maybe just secure that in case... Sarong goes and performs under because it was a wet game and he hadn't been playing much time on ground. Little did I know he'd start on the centre bounce, Tucker would get injured and he'd played like 80% game time. Classic. Um, but I still won that league anyway. So, look, I'm not too upset with that. And I'm really happy that uh, Sarong seemed to be the right call because he has already made 100k and kicking on now with that, his big score. That
0: is. Uh, Sarong was uh, good news for those that brought him in this week, which is yes, good. Yes.
1: Um, but so the dilemma we were talking about last week uh, when we caught up was... Yeah, I'm trying to fill my team as quick as possible, and that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to get everyone that I like, but it's about being smart with my dollars because, particularly with league matchups, it's any given week um, you could win. So I'm trying to fill my team with premiums, and they're not necessarily my first choice. So it was either I, I could, if I wanted to get, because I had to get Bailey Smith, I thought he was at the right time, I had to get him. Now I wanted Gorn as well because I had shit A uh, in my side, and. Um, not doing well, obviously, and I was hoping to get more use out of him, but I was like, right, he needs to go because he's going to leak like a sieve. So my choice was basically either I get Gorn and I have to wait on Bailey Smith, which meant that I was going to have to play King on the field or something like that, or I do something and I bring in Goldie and Smith. So that way I still get two premiums. I'm hoping Goldie might match at least um, you know, close to Gorn was my consideration, like maybe average 120 or 130 while Gorn maybe backs off for the rest of the year. Because um, Gorn did have all the Like five easy rucks That he had against So I was like Okay maybe That might be the good choice forward So That 100k could be A choice of 20 points on field And then if I'm only losing Maybe 10 It kind of then gives me an advantage Or at least break even So that was my train of thought All valid considerations Anyway so then Wet game, mind you And I watched the game Because I was like The first time I've watched A North game in a when long time When you get time. a
0: new player You've got to watch the, the You've got to watch the team Who they're playing Yeah, about.
1: right So I was watch, I watched Goldie For the first time So my, meanwhile North Melbourne um, Viewership out? went up 20% And <laughs> Up from their five And Because uh, <laughs> I tuned in, <laughs> I get that
0: Because there's only four yeah, Northsables yeah.
1: That's and, a good one uh,
0: Thank you <laughs> You're welcome
1: And uh, anyway Because it was a wet game though Normally Goldie's like The link man And he actually runs through so not only was Shitney he has no ideas. So he actually tries to follow the rucks, which worked out against him the week before because he—who uh, led him out of it? Billy Frampton. Frampton led him out Dude. of the contest and away from it, and he followed him. And not only that, he follows Goldie. It's a wet game, it's so they're not totally going to. So they're now. not going to link up with Goldie. They were actually just ignoring him because Pitney was following him around, like, oh well, you know where the ball goes. And he, and he really pushes
0: wet. forward as well because they've got—they've oh, got all the height. They've got. Well, they have Mitch McGovern. They've got. Harry Mackay and they've got yeah yeah. Uh, who else do they have Uh, Levi Casbolt. so he doesn't push forward
1: yeah, he so he just sits
0: on sit, he, he sit, but he doesn't even sit the kick behind the play on the defensive side of the contest. He sits in the middle of the ground and just goes like in between the arcs, not going anywhere near the football. <laughs> it's the most frustrating thing I've ever watched live at a football. <laughs> Get to the ball! Like, why are you not going me, it off the ball? Reminds me of that video I'm oh, Z i I'm and Z- 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 he's
1: like, Daytime! Oh,
0: Runs yeah, down on it, no time. I've never been more frustrated watching him just spud around. Um be all spud like.
1: So yeah, I mean, go, uh, Goldie got 69. He would have got more if he didn't miss that goal from right in front. But it was true. a wet game, and instead of using him to link up in between, they pretty much just went long and ignored him. And, you know, it, it's hard, though, because in the wet, it's really hard for Rucks to get those taps to advantage because they're just doing what Wits would do every oh, other just, year. Yeah, it's, it's dropping just it to the ground. Straight and to the ground. Letting
0: your mids go. go yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: so, um, look, I'm not that upset with that. So... That was uh, me in a nutshell last week, Chris. So I'm looking pretty good. Um, I'm really eyeing off some of these fallen premiums. And I do have a little smokey, which we spoke about before, which I'll tell everyone in just a moment as well. Fair enough.
0: Well, I had a, the worst round. I thought I thought earlier in the year I had the worst round I ever had, and then I had this week. This is gone.
1: It's funny because he says he has a bad round, and you kind of go, oh, what would you get, like 1850 1900 <laughs> And then he tells you. I had um,
0: 1758 was my grand total this week. Made it even worse by the fact that I was double upgrading this week. So I went double down last week and I got Simpson in ranking, which I actually ended up having a pretty good week last week. And then um, this week I had 12 players score 66 or below, um, including Grundy, which was really good. And that was my captain. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, but it made it even worse by the fact that Stephen Hill obviously pulls out uh, on the Friday night Oh yeah, I
1: had a donut in my 2100 Oh so, yeah, um, but
0: with him pulling out meant that I would have had to have a, a donut on field If I wanted to do my second upgrade and I held, held my trade of course um, Like a responsible person should So I decided I'd to trade him to Eggie And then Eggie went and sputtered it up and he got 46 Having said that though he um he actually managed fifty four in three quarters of football. He was on negative eight at quarter time, so that was looking really good. Um, but I would have been better off getting the zero and upgrading Curtis Taylor, who was in my forward line, to Lockie Whitfield, like I wanted to in the first place. Yep. Um, if, if, even if you do combine Taylor and um and Eggy score, they still don't even. I think they're forty points shy of what Whitfield got in the day. Yeah, I, um, I don't
1: think the wet weather helped Curtis Taylor. But here's nah. the good news for him though: is I'm looking at probably moving on Max King. Um, this week instead of Curtis Taylor's got to break even a forty nine, but they play Adelaide this week, yeah. so I'm hoping I'm hoping it's dry weather football, yep. because he actually gets up the ground quite a bit and he hits it quite hard. It, I think he's a great I, I, player.
0: I would be advocating to keep him through these buys if you can, yeah, because I think that he's going to provide decent coverage. Um, so even if you can somehow push him to the pine, I think he's actually a, a good, good shout. Um, I'm probably not doing that though. I think the only way that I can get to Lockie Neal. Is to uh is to trade oh, him to. so if if it means getting um, to
1: primo quicker you just got to gut you got to gut your team yeah
0: look look my my team's just just fallen a heap I mean I've got I've still got Connor Rosie I trade him in in round three as the number one averaging forward and and
1: what's Connor Rosie priced at Chris Uh just over three hundred k literally <sighs> yes, with a 300K. break in of like ninety eight or one hundred three nah, bigger than that it's like uh, one hundred and twenty or something no like no it's not it's, I just had a look before uh, he's gonna drop he could be like. You could literally swap him for. A I'm going to sideways
0: into a rookie that's going up, <laughs> like that's how bad it is. <laughs> no
1: way. Yeah, you um, might as well
0: keep him now. Just Jordi is going to be worth more than him in two weeks. It's it's pretty. It's just maddening. It's just crazy. And so obviously with Dev Smith, obviously sputting up. Um, I've yeah. had Seg, a Segler's
1: been injured in my pine. So where do you sit with Devon Smith? Because he, here's what here's what I hope. I well, a I'm laughing by the way. So SC elites. <laughs> well, well, if, if anyone's not now, sure, we just need
0: them to not get injured and play sixteen games, and we'll win hundred
1: bucks each. No, no, I thought we called a... i I'm happy with the parlay, but they said I, no. no. I know, right? They said we no. we said parlay, and they said, oh well, what's the chance they're not going to play sixteen rounds? So then I bring it up to them, like, oh, only someone would bring that up. And I'm like, <laughs> Corey actually messaged us the other day, being
0: super nice, and oh, he um, is. Oh, by the way, Corey, yeah, so lovely hey, guy. Hey Corey, lovely. Uh, hey, Corey, Thanks, mate. Uh, um but nah, but if you anyway, so if you if you They love have, a good bet though. They you know they're they're probably having fun with it themselves. That, that as well. has to be the worst bet. By the way, gamble responsibly.
1: For sure. But look at the average between Devin Smith and um Devin Smith and Petruka. I don't huge. even know. It's
0: yeah, it's like forty points per game or something, isn't it? Like it's huge. Like Dev would have to like average like hundred and twenty from here on in. And, like, he would have to average 100 or something like that. Okay, like, I'll, we'll bring have to up, be, I'll bring
1: up my team. So, Devin Smith is averaging 76.9. Let's be nice and round him up to 77. <laughs> <laughs> is averaging 119.4. Oh, Jesus. He so, what's a big that? Wits. That's 20, yeah, 40, 40, 45 points. Oh,
0: 43 points. Yeah. Sorry.
1: 40, 42, 50, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's a lot of points <laughs> per game. So, yeah, something would have to... that The wind would oh. have to change. Um, look, and look, Dev's just not been there. Like, I don't know how to... Um, describe. He's probably got knee soreness, but is well. I think I think he's actually injured.
1: Yeah. I
0: think they're just playing him, but uh, but he's injured because he was better earlier in the year, and he's just completely gone to crap. Now is that their midfield setup? Maybe potentially. I'm not really sure. Um, I know they've been winning games, so there's you know part of that could be that he's not playing as many midfield minutes as he was. Yeah, but he's still getting the tackle numbers up there. So I, that's, think he, I think he's butchering the ball, which is oh his he problem. definitely is. He is that's always been his problem. But do do you hold on to him? I think if he's your if he's your only problem, you can trade him. If he if he's the worst of what you've got on your field, why not trade him?
1: Yeah, he, but I also feel inclined that they've already had their buy. So realistically, for me, he's going to have another couple of hundreds here and there yeah. anyway. All he has to do is kick a couple of goals; he'll hit a hundred. So realistically, just put him but at your you F6 could, or put him you at your M8. What you could do to get the
0: same benefit is just play someone who's already come off their buy. So save Smith for two weeks. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then trade direct, swap him to another forward premium or midfield premium, depending on what you've got. Um, who's already off the buy? I think that's probably your best bet Yeah. if you want the best of both worlds. Not only that,
1: he's 50% owned. So even if you're looking for a better matchup or a point of difference yep. or to get ahead of everyone else that's still keeping this piece of shit,
0: but you I, could. I just think for right now, unless you're trading into another player who also doesn't have the buy, so maybe an Oliver or if you don't have a tracker, um, or someone like that, I, th- I think it's kind of a waste of... Um, Waste of trades right now. I think, yeah, two weeks yeah. when the buyers roll around and you're through and you can trade him, I think that that's a good idea not only that, if I think it's your only problem.
1: Correct. And not only that, people are sitting at about 280K. He's only 100 more than your Kings and your Taylors, and I'd rather have him on field than one of those boys at the moment. So it's, you might as well... still got
0: amazing job security. Yeah, which is... Now, the... If he's not injured, he's playing football. Well,
1: but that's also the difference of, okay, so you keep Devon. And then you go from... So, okay, it's the difference between, say, keeping Devon and going Taylor or King to a gaff instead of going to yeah. a, an Oliver because that's a 100K difference as well. That's going to be a 100K difference. Yep. So you can still keep Smith. You trade King and you keep... You know I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. So.
0: I think... I, I, look, I think at the end of the day, you just got to try and get, get your rookies off your field first if, if you can. Um, and then then approach it. Um, yep. So I, uh, good news is Dodie um, looks to be playing this week. Uh, the Medical report came out today. Fingers crossed, saying that they're expecting him to play, um, which is good for those who own him as D six like me. Um, and so those those sort of mid, you know, questionable mid price players, guys like Pitney, guys like Segler. I think you got to try and work with them until you can get them off your field. But they're not priority one. You, you can hold them until you could. You need to get rid of them. Yep. But a lot of the top teams, I'm seeing a lot of big top teams with these questionable mid-prices that they've just held and held and held. Why wouldn't they? Because they're, they're now they're trying to challenge for those really top places and that could be the difference that pushes them over the edge. So I think if you're really chasing points, potentially that could be the plan. Just get him and go, but make go to someone who's already had their buy. Yep. So go to another Essendon player or to a... A Melbourne player,
1: but we're both saying probably wait a couple of weeks.
0: I, I, if you yeah. don't, if you don't have anyone you can trade him to, yeah. wait a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean Oliver's starting to really hit
1: it. Well, not only that, when you look at the D's, and this is why I, I would love to get on Oliver right now. Um, Port Adelaide, which won't be too easy because Port generally don't give too many midfield points unless yep. they're playing uh, Brisbane. Uh, Adelaide, <laughs> Adelaide, and then North. So you're looking at he could easily uh, if you know were you looking at if Cunnington's not back for North. Yep. He could absolutely be as
0: well. Uh, absolutely a shambossling without Cunnington. Yes. Uh, they just can't win and a hard Zeeble, ball. And Zeeble. Yeah. It's and really not only that, they really leave
1: themselves. Poor Jai Simkin. Normally he's like third midfielder. in you got game. You got Higgins and stuff. Yeah. He's killing it this year. I'm and Kurnow. Like,
0: this could not be a worse day. Kurnow. Like,
1: he comes off an injury. Has a down game. His break even is like 200. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. For those who don't have him. And uh, now tags him. but not only that, Kurnow is so good at restricting people from getting the ball, but then get the ball himself. It is ridiculous. He yeah, is he's, so good. He's brilliant at so it. So underrated. Yeah. And he is almost the, the white knight for... Well, I, have
0: to, I'm, I am definitely going to applaud Carlton's play because they're actually playing attractive football as well um now a lot of that's set up by their midfield um Sam Walsh has is, is really come along the last few weeks yeah a again. couple of weeks yeah for sure um and and you just you, like you, you go around the ground there's just winners you know Jack Martin looks absolutely fair. he looks better than he ever played at the Gold Coast and in what eight rounds of football um and that's a partly positional change partly yeah. I think he's just been told go win the football and kick some goals um, and, yeah, their forward line's working, uh, defense is holding up. But he's up
1: always been, he's always been great well. for Gold Coast, but the problem was they didn't have that, that sink and continuity between players and positions. So they were like things were falling down. It's true. And his body was also breaking down. But we said he was always good, and you get him near the inside 50. But the problem is you take him out of Gold Coast and you put him into Carlton where he doesn't actually need to be that high – you know, high Impact figure, player, yep. he just goes and does his job. And all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, wow, how good's this kid? It's like he's always been a really good player. Yeah,
0: but I, th- I think that – th- It's my- the Carlton Spotlight. Yeah, well – with Melbourne. Well, I think um, <coughs> part of the reason really for, for Jack Martin to come through is just the fact that he does actually – like there are a lot more senior mature bodies. He doesn't have to get in there and get you know win all the hard balls himself. I mean, he does because that's the way he plays. But I'm just super impressed with his efficiency get moving forward. Um, I'd also say that uh, unfortunately, it's it's weird to see all of these players improving and then Patrick Cripps coming back like on uh, a, a heavy, heavy comeback.
1: Yeah, but at the same, yeah, for sure, and I agree. And yep. but they're winning games, so it's like meh.
0: Well, exactly right. But so look, Will he, Stutterfield, for example, who's he's just having an absolute blinder of a year. Yep. Um, he's coming up, and Patrick Cripps is coming down. Now we we always thought that the reason why Patrick Cripps was well, he was always a good player but they relied on him so much to get all of the hardball, to so all the They don't need the it to anymore. And that's reflecting on his super coach because he's just yeah. not getting those, that having he, as much of an impact.
1: If I didn't have him, right, and he's that cheap after their buy, because they have the first buy, mind you, round 11 or whatever it is, I think it is, I'd be bringing him in 100% because if he goes, he can he, he, can, goes, go bang. he can pick up contested balls. So if he gets his body right, starts contesting, yep, that cheap for a player like that is it's just crazy. It's
0: pretty good. Um, yeah, but, I've been looking at him, but he just hasn't turned that corner yet. Not yet. Right. No. So guys that have turned their corner, so guys like Andrew Gaff, who's, yeah, Parker without
1: JPK, which we spoke about yeah. on our own. So
0: one thing that's interesting, and I know this is a question, so but I'm gonna I'm gonna usurp it a little bit. We've got a, a question that I saw yesterday. Yes. Um, Shannon Hearn. Interesting. Interesting, because this is what I like to call the Shannon Hearn Hammy season right now. What, we're, it, we're, where they
1: condense in for four games. Well, that, I, doubt, I doubt he plays all four.
0: Well, not only that, it's he, over the last two years he's done the hammies on the back end of both seasons, or yeah. soft tissue injuries on the back of both seasons. I think one was a calf, one was a hammy. Yeah, calf. Yep. Yeah. Um So it's dangerous. It's you're playing
1: with fire bringing him in, but he could again. He's cheap enough that is it worth the risk? He's like four twenty, I think. Yeah. it is. And not, but not like He that, can put up big numbers. His break even's not too bad this week. I think it's quite low, which we can get into. But then they have to buy next week, which means you can't even bring him in this week. He is someone that I am considering filling out my back line because he is that cheap. You're talking about, you know, 130, 150 k on a hill, depending like if Hill comes back and plays and hopefully makes me an extra 30 k. But agreed, um, he's a good option. I'm also looking at Tom Stewart as well. I think in defense, I love Tom. I think Tom
0: Stewart's the better option. Oh, so Um, right. It's just about cash, right? Um, Yes. So whether you can get him or not. And again, buy structure does come into the play. And I think what we we know from previous years, the one thing that we can take away is that you do want to be trying to just bring in players that have had the the buy if you can. That is the key. Um,
1: So even if you need to on during the buy round and try and upgrade like down down Gray. to go up, yeah. Go even if you went triple down for max cash, and then yeah. bang up you go.
0: See, I'm on the unfortunate boat where um, I need Neil this week because I don't think he's going to be at that price for much longer. He may hover for another.
1: It's either this week or next week. You, like you you've got this week to, or
0: next week. You kind of have to get Neil. I'd rather get him in now. At least I get that extra week scoring off him. Yeah. Um, and it's not really worth him dropping 10 or 15K more so I can pick him up that little bit cheaper. He's done his bulk drop. It's now, okay, let's let's try and get on him as much as possible. So I think that's fair. Um,
1: yeah. Anyway. So the other strategy to consider with a condensed fixture, which we were thinking about at the start of the season, was looking at um, players who can push forward because... They're still going to play. They probably won't get injured as much or rested, which is the big issue. If you play four games in, you know, if you pull up a little bit sore, bang, you're not playing. And yeah. they're going to bring someone else in. So there's so much depth in teams now. Like even if Collingwood, you have Sear. Was it Sire? Sire. Yeah. Sire is waiting in the in, on the wings. Brisbane, you still have all your young youth that can come in and do a role for a week if someone gets a bit, you know, like your Zorcos and your Neils if they play pure midfield.
0: Yeah, and there's also a lot of lists they're, they're damaged, man. Like, yeah. I mean, you take a look at Collingwood on the weekend. We had the, we had three of our best players out from the midfield and got absolutely destroyed. Yep. So, so Trelaw,
1: I think Pendlebury really gets you know with his basketball skills. Yep. Gets the hands f- free, and then you're looking at Trelaw,
0: and Seabottoms the guy that gets in the outside and links the play, but he's also yep. very good inside. How embarrassing Dugowie, was that on
1: the weekend? By the way, a little bit embarrassing.
0: Oh man, it was it was the worst we've played in a long time, but. I mean, we just not, didn't get the hands on it. And so, I, I think you can ask anyone who's a Collingwood fan, if, you, if we got more of the football.
1: So speaking of which, I am eyeing off Collingwood players like no other because they play Fremantle with a really weak midfield. Yep. Sydney with a really weak midfield. And then Adelaide with no midfield So, uh, as far as leaking points. What round is it? Round nine? So nine, ten and eleven. The next three rounds are actually going to be Nine rounds crazy. to go.
0: Collingwood haven't played any of the bottom six yet. And they start with Frio this week. Um, the other the other three teams part of it are Port Adelaide, Gold Coast who they haven't played either, which is not a bottom six team. Yes correct or Carlton who's not a bottom six team. Yep. so out of that you've got eight teams that you would say are probably wins for Collingwood yep and Port which is a 5050 maybe I'm not sure how good Port are this year. I, I really I, I like them, but I just don't not sure how good they are against the really top teams.
1: I, I think on their day, I think not being in Victoria doesn't help them. Um, West Coast with the home crowd. I think I saw a couple of dubious Absolutely. free kicks from the crowd oh, coming in. Yeah, not much, but, like, but that happens. I'm
0: okay with it. Like yeah. whatever. Like it's good though, good for the it's game. Good for the game, yeah.
1: Um but so picking these mid forward players, so you look at um like Fife obviously when he's not done, but he can push forward. He should come
0: back this week, but then he has the Biden next week. So But
1: we're only talking about condensed fixture. So if they're doing it for the yeah. next you know, 20 days If they do it again
0: Well, Fife did it in the game last The last game before he got injured again He, he went yeah, half yeah. in the midfield and He played half a full forward
1: Like, yes, it affects your scoring But at least they're going to play So the idea is that It's a gamble Because they might do this 20-day fixture And then run out week by week again You don't yep. know But if it continues in fashion like that Patrick Dangerfield can go forward Kick goals, right? So he's a really good option Because you know he'll, he'll score fairly well Yep but you can other, always
0: push. The foot. other consideration is having guys that have a really high ceiling because remember it's going to be top eighteen during this entire period. So the bigger ceiling guys are going to be worth more to your team. So I mean the amount of guys going one sixty right now is just unheard. It's unheard of. It's, it's crazy. ridiculous. Uh, um,
1: not only that, uh, Bonson Pelly is five thirty five k. He's super cheap, but he can go forward, yep. playing more forward than I'd like at the moment because of Bailey Smith and what have you. But he again. He is cheap and he can go forward. He will play and he's captain, so he's not missing games.
0: He can still ton if he gets a, If he goes forward, he, he can need a one fifty if he goes forward. You know the, the sort of guy that really can break a team. He
1: open. can big ceiling. Another big ceiling. Luke Parker also can push forward. Uh he's five thirty k. Break even of sixty three. So the only problem is I that I really like Luke Parker. So do I. But they have their buy in round twelve, which is the only problem because that's coming up. I think they
0: have up. GWS straight after that as well, which means he's probably going to get tagged. But um, DeBoer. Well, right, well, there's so. no one
1: there unless JPK is back and even still, oh. yeah. So yeah, it's... but again, Parker not a bad option. I don't mind that. Um... Canelio is five twenty two k. He's what starting he to score this form. week because
0: I know he had a one forty the week uh, before.
1: One oh nine break even now of sixty two. I actually don't
0: mind Canelio. He's like, starting he, to find form, he's, but he's so cheap.
1: But again, he can go forward, hit the scoreboard, yeah. and if he, you know, if you are looking at a condensed fixture, he can just go play forward for the game. Well, he has
0: been playing forward. Last two games, he started in the forward fifty, and um, and he's probably played, I reckon, thirty to forty percent forward for the game. And he's rotating a lot with Toronto. Toronto seems to be getting quite a lot of mid minutes. Hasn't really found his his way right back into form yet. But um, yeah, I, I look, I don't mind Kinnear because, like, I know that he's got he's got erratic scoring in his in his history, and I know that he can go two hundred and then go sixty the next week. I, yeah. I know he can do that. But the fact that he can play forward, I think it bodes well during this time. Because he, why yeah. rest him when you can have you can play him at 70 percent capacity for a game, just playing Correct. for forward. So. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, forward, half forward, just get a little bit of less run, you know, like not overload the legs as yeah. much. Still be impactful. Now, and again, you may not need that. But like but you know, and again, Canelo- Cornelio, can- captain. Yeah. Right? So he's not going to miss games. Um Patrick Cripps, uh, was he co-captain? Yep. He can um, definitely play forward as well. He can definitely play forward as well. A, he's super cheap, five seventy eight, but after his bye, again, someone who will play yep. during a condensed fixture. So there's like five people who I think are yeah. You don't have to pick them all, and you don't even have to listen to that. But I'm saying it's worth consideration. Players that can go forward, because if Lockie Neal they play 20 games, uh, four games in 20 days or whatever, it could be if all he needs is one knock on that hip or one cork, and all of a sudden he's it's it's he's not going to be the same. I suppose the other
0: consideration, the other flip side of that, is that the guys that are really super fit, like a Lockie Neal, could potentially just play, but they might only just play 75% game time in condensed fixtures. Um, which will be great for people trying to pick them up. Yeah. Again, um, that
1: could be cheap. I
0: think guys like Trelaw will miss. I don't think there's any chance Trelaw. I love Trelaw and I so think that I. he's a fantastic in this year, but
1: his hammies are a concern. I don't think miss, it's him, he missed him, Adams, I don't think do either he, of them will. And Adams, hamstr- yeah. didn't uh, Trelaw do a hammy before at the start of the year, of the year? was it a hammy?
0: Uh he, he did one in the break. Yeah, yeah right. So he did that and then no, right? I think yeah. he did a hammy and yeah. then was it a year or two ago he did the double, the double hammies. hammies? Yeah. I mean, he's turned into a soft tissue machine. I'm really happy about it. <laughs> I actually Adams. Love, but here's Adams the thing. Adams is one of my favorite players. Here's just, the thing. sucks for him.
1: No, yeah, and I agree. And But I love them both and I'd like to bring them both yeah. into my side Adams with has played fantastic run. this year. So he's, good.
0: He's been playing like lights out, but he's just, yeah, he's just got a body issues.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but with if you're looking good and your team's looking good with the four extra trades, you could take those risks. It's true. If your team's like ours and you're playing catch up, no, no, no.
0: Yeah, if, if you're already in a good spot, <laughs> yeah, don't bother about trying to like maneuver your way out of this. If like, you picked all the good rookies... just get rookies. the best available. Yeah, yeah if
1: you've picked all these awesome rookies and your team's fit and you got all these mid prices that are killing it, then I would be, if I had all that luxury, I'd be bringing in Trelaw and Oliver like ASAP. Just smash, oh, Oliver's, Oliver's I'd bring the them one. in. Yeah, Oliver's just. I mean look he looks good this year too. I don't like his hair. Like his little half he's trying to be a half heppel. He's not
0: getting as much peel as he has the past few years because Petraka's just playing so much better. Happens Petraka. Man. He's playing so well. We both. Viney looked, is playing like amazing football lately. Like they're all getting yeah. high tackle numbers. They're yeah. all in and around the contest. Viney's They're going basically hard. playing like eighty-five percent mid-time. All of them. Like yeah, dude. They're it's it's unbelievable. It's good thing Viney them. doesn't
1: get cut up like Selwood does. Hey, imagine he'd be like he <laughs> he'd be in tatters. Yeah. Um, but you no, know, again though. So you know Petrucca because we looked at how well he's good in the JLT. I'm like, well, his role's good, and if he has that ceiling. Even in a JLT, I'm picking him. Yeah. And it's just lucky that it's continued and that he doesn't have, you know, like he in previous years pulls out 80s every week. So this is true. Um, now, uh,
0: one thing is, uh, uh, Elliot Yo just got cleared. So he's playing this week.
1: Damn. So it. There's
0: some more options for us, guys, for those that are looking at Elliot Yo as an in.
1: He's got a buy in two weeks' time, but I was hoping he'd have a he two does. week rest. Yep. Damn it. Um,
0: Actually, that would have been no. nice because he would hold his price Actually, for a no, couple of weeks. He's in my
1: draft team. That's fair. <laughs> fair, cool.
0: Um, now there are some other questions that we've just got. And th- thank you to everyone hello, that hello. has been chatting. Um, and we do
1: apologize. Oh, hang on. Who said that? What? Who the F are these blokes? <laughs> hey, I'll find <laughs> that. Go up to the top. There he is. Ben, Benno Omaid, Benaberg. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> Who is this well guy? Done. Well done.
1: Um,
0: uh, one, like one said uh, Gaff versus Duncan. Now I am a big fan of Duncan this year, and he was before it was well on my radar before Dun- he got injured.
1: Duncan and Gaff both awesome as far yeah. as like they've been highly consistent with like a couple of down weeks or an injury. Yep, and their prices dropped down perfectly.
0: And here's the thing: what you need to do because you'll only be able to get there by a double down. So you've yeah. got to make sure you target him in the right week. That's obviously coming off the buy, and unfortunately. I don't think it necessarily is going to match up exactly it, that way.
1: It doesn't. And the problem is, is um, I'll find them now. So Duncan is 531K with a break, even a 157. So, yes, he scored a 148 on the weekend just yep. gone. Uh, so another, he was an, so good. Another
0: weekend is probably going to be ripe for And picking. they're playing West Coast this week. So yep. I
1: think, um, yeah, for me, it's like another week on that one. I'd probably bring him in next week. And, and then and he has to buy
0: the following week, I think.
1: No, I don't think Geelong it have
0: Two weeks. Sure, they will because they're they're Geelong West don't Coast. Have it yet. They're they're in they're in um, Perth at the moment, and they will be relocating to the Brisbane, Brisbane. hub. Yep. So, yeah. So um,
1: let's go through round ten: Carlton, Fremantle, Hawthorn, and Eagles. Yep. And then round eleven, you're looking at Sydney and the Giants. So are and they the round it. nine by? No, so there is none. No round. There's no round nine by. Oh. it's just ten and eleven. Okay, sweet. Yep. that's good. So we got extra trades for all four rounds, except it's best eighteen on ten and eleven. That's good. More so, tends the issue because eleven there's only two teams missing and be would, aware as well. Wouldn't you know it? I have like three GWS players. So.
0: There's there's still a lot of teams to have a buy, and the AFL have said that they will all have a buy before the end of the season. Yeah, which means it's likely that we're going to be playing finals this year with buys,
1: and it's likely we'll be playing eighteen rounds.
0: Which means that I would suggest again getting the best eighteen scoring players on your field is going to be the most important, especially for buys. However, it doesn't hurt to have those guys that, you know, that maybe... Yeah, You want you want to try and field in buys. You want to try and field at least 20 to 22. If you can have as many players as you can and then cut out your four lowest yeah. scores, it gives you the best possible opportunity. Well, you could
1: have like a, a Curtis Taylor might get 100 or Rankin might get 100, you know. Yeah. But so then
0: it's... it's... It, it, it flirts with danger only having 18 good scoring players. But
1: the problem is you don't know what's after round 12, so you don't even know what buys are coming. No,
0: exactly North right. could I be mean, look, North could hey, be the last... That's 2020, man. No one knows what's going
1: Well, what's North, to be fair, North could get the last no buy. Like,
0: you're a whole oh. beer ahead of me now. yeah.
1: Well, North could get the last buy because they're like, well, to be fair, you are like a buy for everyone else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, everyone who's been playing you has had a buy. <laughs> and,
1: oh, the, and the full sorry. fans aren't
0: even watching anymore.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. Why? We're not even giving it to Adelaide. Or, oh, you know? they are
0: bad this year. They are really bad this year. But, I mean, I like Tom Dodie, so it's fine. Whatever. Yep. Oh, how good have Gold Coast been? Just quietly. <sighs> so good to Gold watch. Gold Coast have been so awesome. I'm so looking forward to actually going to... Uh, I'm going to be a member next year as well. It'll be, like, really, really great to go down every week and support teams. I
1: actually, uh, I was a little bit of a traitor, Chris, after, jeez, um, I've even forgotten his name. He's been that far gone. Gold Coast. She Greenwood. No, first no? pick, Raul. Right. Oh, so, Rao, so good. So, so, in a keeper league, a new one this year, it's been, so Rao killed it and I hated it because I wanted to pick him up with my second pick or third pick. I think I went, no, I went uh, McCluggage, I went Walsh, and then I was going to go Raoul. Just the
0: third round. And fish, someone
1: yeah. someone stole him. I was like, damn you, right? So anyway, after how good Raoul was, and I was like, right, my team's cooked because all the good players, like all the high-end players were picked. So I was like, I'll go youth. And in the end, so I gave up an absolute mozza to get Raoul in because I'm like, he's going to be a captain forever. So I gave up McCluggage, Jai Simpkin, and Walsh. <laughs> why did you do that why not why not my team's cooked i picked up sarong i picked up all these i know i played players. you a couple
0: of weeks ago in that league and i was like dude you only have like 13 scoring players that's great
1: <laughs> i'm getting the first draft pick next year i
0: enjoyed that percentage boost thanks very much mate that was good it was like playing, anyway, was right. like playing north
1: <laughs> <laughs> chris i can't give you crap i said oh the bird the bird uh, is okay deep. so let's go through some cheap options shall we
0: uh, yeah, sure, let's go. You look
1: at the chat. I'll go through some cheap options. Uh, Treloar's got a break even of 133, so he's not cheap yet. He's 622k. I can't afford him by 2000, but again, that would break my bank in other areas. Um, Dangerfield break even at 144, so he could drop from 600k and be an interesting option.
0: He's been going all right, Danger, but i tell you what, can he learn how to kick the ball again? You know who's busting? go like, back to school. Oh,
1: he does. And he kicks it off the ground because it's like wet, so he's like, hey, I'll just kick it off the ground and gain meters. He,
0: uh, uh, he, it looks like he's unfit to me. Like he's getting to, he used to like sprint to contests and now he like. But it's he's a shorter, sort of, it's a shorter format. He so doesn't get around the ground as, as maybe easy as used he Maybe he's used to a
1: slow burner, not that explosiveness. Yeah, um, Jake Lloyd's been killing me by the way. He is one premium I wish I spent that dollars on. Cause I did last year. I yeah. should have just picked the team I had last year. It would have been much better. Oh, my team
0: would be in much better <laughs> shape as well. I wish um, I had Gorn. And, I, last year I had Gorn, Brandy and, and Lockie Neal yeah. to start off
1: with. And they all served me well. Yeah, this year I thought I'm an idiot. Why would I do that? No, this year it was like you knew what my problem was when we had those five trades. I was like, you know what? I was like, stop it. Let's just have fun. So I brought in Zach Williams instead of Gorn. <laughs> that was a bad idea. <laughs> I have, I it was because someone it. it was because someone said join me. I think it was you.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> I spent an extra eighty grand on Zach Williams for no reason.
1: Yeah. Chris, <laughs> Chris said join me. I was like, sure. COVID. Why not? So I brought in Zach Williams instead of Max Gorn. It
0: was the worst in ever. <laughs> I, remember, I remember like literally after that round lockdown. I'm like. Oh yeah, remember what I said. Never trade in GWS players ever again. Yeah,
1: it's like that. Can um, someone
0: remind me next year when we're doing this? Never. Just don't just just say if, if I'm I'm planning on getting a GWS player and just say no. Don't do it. Every time they they screw you every single time and they lure you back in with these good six round averages. It's
1: because they look good. <laughs> it's that, and they're also good. It's looking like people. that extra every six months. And you're like, hey, is that something you've done something new? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh just the course. same person. No, nothing's, nothing's, <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> it's still that bitch I remember. <laughs> but you forget. No, but never forgets. Right, okay. Uh, Jack Steele <laughs> is a really good one. He break even at 78. He's 591K. Really like him. His scores have been so consistent. Uh, he has your down one, I think, when there's a little bit more attention. But his scores for this year are 128, one twenty eight one. 73 114 136 87 162 114 Then they play Sydney Gold Coast Geelong and Essendon So at least Sydney and Gold Coast I reckon he's going to Towel up There's no probably. one there There's no one well, there
0: Toop no, Miller can Definitely lock down If they need but to But Steele's
1: He's a bull anyway No one's yeah, going to that's, like,
0: that's what's the Great thing about him is They'll that, lock
1: down Probably these like you know, Your Greshams And all these like Impactful players yep. Steele will just go Rack up the pill
0: But Hannes has obviously um, Done another Soft tissue injury So I'm yes. uh, lucky for Hannes um, Brad Hill hasn't really had the impact that they wanted at, at the Saints, unfortunately, yet. But Interesting. Um, I mean, you've got Gresham in there as well. He's been going all right. He's been having a, having some decent cracks. So Yep. Um, look, the Saints roll on, man. They had a really good win on the weekend. I'm really happy with the Saints. So, yeah.
1: Oh, I think they're playing awesomely. Um, Josh Kelly is a break even of 60. He's 586K. So, if you want him, you kind of have to go now with that big score. He had a 195. Uh, worked out well. Captain in my draft league. Smoked, like, second place. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Um, James Sicily is five seventy nine k, so he's basically only about what fifteen k off Jake Lloyd. Oh, well
0: done, sick dog. Oh, how good, sick dog. But would you would you
1: pay five hundred and eighty k for sick dog?
0: If you didn't have him, he's Uh, killing you every week at the moment.
1: Yeah, but he he could break out at twenty or thirty. The way that the Hawks
0: are playing, man, I mean, it's it's so dumb.
1: They they're literally just chipping the ball around
0: like back and forth to Sicily all all day. Like, yeah, but he's
1: getting a lot of sure, and getting his own ball as well.
0: He's doing it wrong. His score would be good anyway. One thing I really hate about Supercoach scoring this year is that like uncontested possessions are being overly rewarded just because they're effective. It's yeah. really 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 annoying. And so what we're seeing is that like you know an uncontested possession, which let's say you have twenty possessions in a game, right? Like but you normally would have it. thirty, yeah, right? Yeah. You normally have thirty possessions in a game, but a lot more. You'd have a lot lower de because you um you have less the, the waiting like let's say 20
1: yeah. or you might be more fatigued and whatever have you well no well.
0: let's say you've had you've had 30 possessions but 10 of them are contested and 20 of them are uncontested but the uncontested ones are always effective well now they're having 20 possessions but like 15 of them are uncontested so you're actually getting a higher disposal efficiency so it's it's skewing the stats of effectiveness by disposal and, well, it's not skewing it, but the stats are still there. But it's skewing the way that the scoring work, works when scoring yep. happens. Is that champion data are completely taking the piss. And, like, an uncontested handball is worth eight points or some stupid shit. It's, like, dumb. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Anyway. Yeah, right.
1: Um, Tom Mitchell is one. <laughs> he's very interesting. He's 561K. So not only that, he's actually dropped, like, 70K from where he started. Break even of 150, averaging 108, and they have the first buy. So, for me, I'm actually looking at Brian Titch. Yeah, I don't super mind. consistent. Yeah. Just gets lots of hundreds. Um, he hasn't broken out yet, but I'm oh, hoping
0: Hawthorne just haven't had have well, enough of the pie, right? So
1: they haven't. Yeah, um, which is the only issue. But again, just he's he would not be your biggest issue. And if he drops, like he could drop to like 525-30 you just put him on the, your field.
0: I mean, the other thing that I really don't like about Titch this year is, that every time I every time he gets the ball, he handles backwards or he kicks backwards. <laughs>
1: yeah because he used to get about 50 of them
0: but they but they continually because that's their their game style is to like go back and go around so when Titch finally gets the ball he doesn't know what to do with it so he just kicks backwards again and they just keep doing it and it's really frustrating at least if they've got to do a short kick make sure it goes forward so that the super coach can give, reward you yep. it's yeah it's really really frustrating um,
1: what are your thoughts on Tim Kelly
0: had a one good game haven't seen him do that all year
1: and I'm not interested yep I agree um, gaff for me for 50k cheaper absolutely yep every day uh, okay, let's go through a few of these. Meanwhile, Menegola's killing it for John. He is so important oh, well, to them. He's because they've, worked, had, they've he's been, worked been hard inch, too. big with the but injuries. He, no, he, even before then, he was working pretty hard. He's worked his way back into that fold uh, nicely. Yeah. Bontempelli 535k, break even to 128. So funnily enough, he could actually drop even further yep. at this point. So for uh, Bont for 500k, I think it's a steal. Absolutely. Uh, if he drops to that, so I
0: kind of, So what good teams will do? So with these extra trades that you will overrun obviously gets, um, good teams will use that to their advantage, and they really the, the top eighteen is enough. Good teams will be able to work their way around the top top eighteen into a position where they're always going to have eighteen on field. Um, what the extra four trades does for those good teams is give them more cash. They're going to be able to be more aggressive with their training and probably work out somewhere between two to three hundred thousand dollars better off in their team with four extra trades. Mm. So that's an it's probably an entire like high high value premium once you pop that onto a.
1: Yeah, so instead of like forcing the player Rosie, you then end up having someone much better. Exactly right.
0: So you're gonna so everyone's gonna be that little bit better off. Um, I th- I think that that's the play with the four trades. I don't think it's worth holding your trades. Um, you will have to because of the way that the um the outs the the, the team announcements is going to work, but you got to try and be conscious with that effort, try and space your trades out. You know, don't trade early, don't do it before lockout on the first game. You know, only do your trades when you need to do your trades, etc. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think that the good teams will definitely just trade around that top eighteen and and trade around the buyers and make sure that, that uh, they're always on the the best better side of the scoring. So.
1: I agree. Uh, Mitch Duncan break even at one fifty seven. He's five hundred and thirty one k, so he could really drop again. If yep. I was actually hoping he wouldn't have a good bloody game, I was like, yes, Duncan's back. Awesome. make him cheaper, quicker, and he goes and scores a one forty eight. So a little bit upset there, but um, especially
0: in the in the conditions that they had, like, that was, <sighs> such, was a so yeah. such a big score. Such
1: a big score. But look, he will be cheap, and I think he's a really good pickup. One, not again, not just yet. Parker's the one, 63 break-even, so it's now, or you might have to pay a lot more for him. 530k, but again, they have their buy in, what, round 11, so a few weeks' time. Yeah,
0: and that DeBoer tag just looming yep. over his head as well.
1: uh Luke Ryan's killing it at the moment, averaging 97. He He's really off, come back. He started off yep. so slow. He actually dropped a lot. He got down to, let me find it, he actually got down to 470k. And now he's up to 524. So he's gone up 50K already. That's pretty much what his base breakeven was, 7, right? Yeah. Pre-season base? Uh, that that he's placement? 20K more than when he started now. Okay. So yeah. he, he's done really well. Again, uh, so I think he'll be really good. Uh, Boke's actually dropped off a cliff averaging 105 now. He is 518K with a break even 158. So if you do want a Boke, you could go nice and cheap. There's so many cheap options and diverse options. You know who's
0: actually come a little bit good, and this is more draft. But I picked him up on a, on the waiver in a couple of our teams. Um, your mate Sprainer has actually had a, a nice little three, four game average of yeah. ninety.
1: I know he's done all right.
0: Um, and he can take the old old hanger every now and then. He kicked he's kicked actually the first, he he's,
1: kicked the first goal I think for us too. And he's I was like,
0: not playing terribly. He's doing well. The Lions themselves actually are playing pretty well. I'm I'm impressed with the Lions.
1: Um, Maynard not yet as well break even at one thirty. I'm glad he had a low game because yep. I'm keen to pick him up cheap. And look, unfortunately, that's going to happen with Maynard.
0: So if you thought that he was always going to be just that really nah. high possession, He's sometimes he gets a lockdown roll and he can't really run off like he would normally in games.
1: Especially with West Coast have a, a damaging forward line Seems as well. Very empty. It does. Um, yeah. So West Coast have a very damaging forward line. So Gaff is again the one. He's five hundred and seven k with a break even of eighty four. So realistically, he'll probably go up a little bit this week. You can afford to wait a week, though. Just wait a week because then he'll have the buy. But he's super consistent this year. So 119, 137, 117, 112. Then he had a few down weeks. And it's funny because he had a down week against the weaker sides. So maybe they were just clearing it because he's probably not as much inside this year. This is true. So maybe what's happening is that they're just getting the clearance much quicker and going into the 50 and sort of missing him. Because, against Sydney, Adelaide, and Fremantle, where you think that usually when the inside balls win the game... 83, 67, and 90, so he had down weeks. And then against Collingwood, back to a 130.
0: Um, he was getting tagged in two of those games. Well, there you go. Directly, um, which is... And the oh, other,
1: Adelaide was... um Yeah, right, okay. That makes the other sense. one,
0: he just, he just really used the ball, the ball really badly. So, um, yeah, there was no one on him last week. Of course there wasn't. No,
1: it's Collingwood. Oh,
0: mate. I'll
1: but uh, back at home, I think he is a really Big good option. Big Back at home, really good option. I yeah. think Gaff is one to bring in.
0: And that pretty much rounds out, you know, most of the like decent Midfields? Yeah, that's it. Well, for I think the most people are looking for mid midfield options because the defensive options. I, I think that you're either got your your Stewart. Um, most people have. They're looking for their last upgrade or their second last upgrade. Yep. So if you don't or if you if you're not already at capacity with your defence, you're probably looking for a Stewart or a Hearn or something like that to cycle out or remain. A, a, a Williams is going to be super cheap in a few weeks. Um.
1: Yeah. Break even a one fifty five. Exactly. Williams. Who knows? If again, who knows what in. happens there? And then in the forward line, if you don't have um Jai Simpkin or someone like that, even if you don't have a Dusty, J- he's cheap on, enough. Jai yep. Simkin's dropping. Break he's, even at two hundred. Crazy. Yeah. Two hundred one. Really
0: Um, And then we've already discussed what to do if you've got guys like David Smith and Rosie. um, You've got to eventually cycle them out. You've got to get rid of them at some point. But um, hopefully it's at a time or to a player that is also um, going to be not on the buy for Smith. Um, And Rosie, I think once he has a buy, I think that's the time you've got to get rid of him if you haven't already by then.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I reckon just choose someone that you like to watch really, isn't it?
0: That's what I thought I was doing when I got him. Now I like to hate watching him. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, tell everyone what you noticed though. About so he,
0: at the game, his, his role's completely changed. So before he was playing more of a uh, high half forward who gets back into the four pocket and, and even played midfield. He hits up the wing and yeah, plays some midfield time. He's basically playing a pure forward pocket role, and his role's not even a four pocket role. How Port actually set up at stoppages and um, when the ball's entering their four fifty is that they have Charlie Dixon in the goal square next to a small, and that small is nine times out of ten. Um, is going to be Connor Rosey uh, or sometimes it's Zach Butters if Butters is rotated forward. Yep. And all they do is their entire role is just to block whoever the fullback is so that Charlie Dixon can have a run at the ball. That's all they do and then it's working well a, so, and then when the ball well. hits the deck
1: obviously they're allowed to go and chase the ball yeah but it, once the ball hits the deck they're behind the play. yeah so they're not crumbing the front of it where they're in a really good position no, they're actually behind, they're behind it, the ball hoping for a cheap one over the back which doesn't generally happen. and with
0: Dixon in such good form what's that what's that meant is that they're just getting no service at yep. all um, yep. they're not leading at the ball they're not they're not creating other alternate leading patterns or anything like that it's either so. and Robbie Gray's one that they actually are going to he's the small that is actually allowed to lead Yep. Um, the other small is, is just basically a sacrificial lamb to the slaughter. And it, it is terrible to watch from a super coach perspective. Yes. But I mean, it's good for port because it's working and well, I can't believe that it, gets, last it never gets called.
1: Except for the it's, last two weeks.
0: Yeah. Well, that's true.
1: I, I wouldn't mind seeing them change a couple of things. Actually. They've lost a couple of games. Sorry, Rosie back in there a bit more free reign.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I like Georgiadis, and I think that he's a decent um, one to get if you don't already have him. Um, he's only 180 K by memory and, uh, uh, has a really good break-even, so you can definitely make a, a quick 100 cash on him. I think with Todd Marshall, um, I think he's at 4-6. Yeah. to Broken finger or something? So he's got a, some decent job security there for the immediate future um, while they go through this condensed fixture. So um, I think that he's got decent... I also think that Close, Brad Close from Geelong has decent job security.
1: Um, well, no, He actually yeah, played really well, but not only that, even if there's... Uh, with the condensed fixture, you're looking at what Selwood's injured, Ablett's out, Dalhouse is well injured... So he does him. There's a role f- there for him. There's a role There's there for, a role for, him. There for he, four weeks. He played his role quite well. Yeah. Um, he could have done better, but it was a wet game, but he still scored quite yeah. well. But more importantly, he's 109K. Yeah. What just- other rookie that's playing at the moment is going to free you up that cash? So I think, regardless. You have to get in close.
0: Yeah. And the other one really is Matt Ling. Um, he's the uh, defensive. Yes. And we, I've had my, we've had my—we've had our both our eyes on him for a, a few years. Yes. Wanting to see him debut and it was an
1: underwhelming debut. Apparently his mom likes to come in and burst uh, into the training sessions all the time, Chris. <laughs> she just likes to annoy him all the time. Ling Ling, you forgot your bling bling.
0: <laughs> what movie is that? Oh, that's got to fry me. Hot chick. Yes. Yay. Yay. Such yeah. a good movie. What a You're great. The hot chick. Ling ling. What a great, ling, ling. What a great flick.
1: Ling, yeah, what
0: happened to good comedies, man? What was uh, the last good comedy that came out?
1: No, two PC now. Even, uh, <sighs> was it Judd Apatow? He was saying like he he did a drama or something because he said everyone's now so PC that you can't even make a comedy anymore. No. So he moved off comedies. He goes, because you minute, minute you make a comedy, people are like, uh. So he's like, no, so yeah
0: Marvel movies are like funnier than normal comedies these days. Uh, it's just, it's strange.
1: It's it's it's
0: crazy world we live in.
1: Yeah,
0: but that is twenty twenty, unfortunately. Um, so we'll have to see how that uh, that works out. Um, in terms of uh, so downgrade targets, I think that obviously number one is going to be uh, Brad Close, then um, Georgiadis. I do think then that Georgiadis. Then, but and the, so the defensive ones mm. where people want them,
1: yeah. um,
0: and unfortunately, I just don't think that there really is anyone right now that I would say is going to be a reliable pick. No. Um, I mean, I'm kind of Ling, lucky now that I've got Eggy on the on the bench.
1: Ling was um, on horrible scores, except he did really well in the last quarter. Ling was doing so bad for yeah. Sydney until that last quarter. I
0: just don't really love his job security. I also think that um, there's a rumour Rampy could miss this week. Um, I'm really hoping that Gould gets up and, and comes into that squad because... I don't don't really know. (laughs) Horse confuses a lot of us. But for me, he was one of their most impressive rookies in the preseason. And Ike was gobsmacked when he wasn't announced in round one.
1: Horse confuses everyone except for Sarah Jessica Parker. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: actually a really good joke. That's a really good one. Thank you. Oh, wow. That was good. You're on fire today. (laughs) We are definitely not PC here. Sorry, boys. Um, that was good that was good <laughs> I'm actually a big big um, yeah big believer of the old horse face <laughs> anyway all good uh,
1: um, let me check Facebook comments let's go
0: through let's go through our questions and then we'll yes. probably wrap up the podcast so thank you very much for seeing with good
1: uh, quick shout out on Facebook uh, so David uh, Fothingham Foth Fotheringham. Fotheringham. Um, Daniel or Hayes? Interesting one. Duncan or Parker? I think flip a coin for Duncan or say Parker.
0: Hayes, I assume. Yes, Haynes. Hayes guaranteed. Uh, Haynes is so. What we what we know from um, he's Caleb Daniel? Uh, yeah, what we know from Caleb Daniel is that he's going to be really consistent, but he's he really doesn't have a huge high ceiling. <laughs>
1: Here's my concern: they're playing Richmond tomorrow. Daniel has been highly publicised about the effectiveness of him being the architect coming out of defence. I see teams shutting him down uh, in the next week or two. Oh, that, I think they are going to pay public attention talk, to because Public talks has higher high this. this week.
0: Some stupid journalist decides to ruin everyone's super coach lives yeah. by asking the coach, what do you plan to do about Caleb Daniel this week? And then he just goes, oh, here we go. If I don't do anything, I'm going to be like, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, yeah. he's got to do something about Caleb Daniel.
1: Um, someone but will, I reckon someone will sit on him.
0: Haynes, Haynes has just been so, so good as that defensive intercept player. And what we know is that the guys that are intercepting this year have huge high ceilings. And he's already had a 149, I think, was his big, his big really big score. Yeah, he's, he's doing well. But like last week... I don't think he was playing that well, and he still managed to score 120. Or, he was on.
1: no, he was doing so bad until like the last. Half. I know,
0: and then it, like like he just like got lucky that he like some like ha- hat kicks came yeah. out. But and it was just like, like happens to be there.
1: But it was like the end of the game, like yeah. late in the quarter. And I was just like, late in the quarters, they're just dumping so it in. And he's taking interceptions yeah. and then getting rid of it outside 50. I'm like,
0: there hat. was one where it could have gone out in the full, and I'm pretty sure they paid a mark. <laughs> like he's just like, no, I'm taking that mark. Um, um so I honestly believe I think Haynes is a much better pick just because of the ceiling. And remember you want guys that have the higher ceilings. So
1: Yep. So not. Uh, also next one, Tex Dixon said which rookies to jump on, which we've already gone to, asked about Elijah Taylor. My concern with Sydney forwards is that A, they're playing for Sydney. He looked
0: terrible on the day. You could barely yeah. get you barely gets off. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. But not only that. So here's the other the biggest issue. Sydney plays Saint Kilda, Collingwood GWS. I would not pick a forward in yep. Sydney. So that pretty much runs out that one for you, Tex. Uh, Nick Volks wants to know how to salvage his shocking team. We'd
0: love to tell you, mate, if we knew.
1: We, uh, <laughs> we're we in the same boat. Um, Nathan says, which primo mid to get under 560k? I already have Duncan and Cripps. Oh, so for me, then Parker. that would be oh, yeah, 560. I think, Adam, take... I think Adams is 560 as well. Yeah, but hamstring. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I do like Parker. I, if I had to take
0: a punt and I wasn't worried about the buy or the, the tag potential... I would one hundred percent. If I'd probably do it anyway, just because he's in so many few teams. Like how many teams is Parker in right now? Like uh, he's he's got to be super unique, and he's got the the ability, like on his day, to go close to
1: two hundred in a game. So yeah, um, people forget how young he is too. By the way, uh, Luke Parker is in two percent of teams. Perfect. Oh, super pod, love it. Yeah, just yep.
0: just go there. That's uh, what
1: I'm love that. Uh, Michelle says Tim Kelly, which we answered your question there. So go Gaff. Uh, much better option. Uh, how do we fast forward to 2021? Michael, I wish we could tell you, um, but look, just enjoy the ride. This is true. I mean, I've started At by... At least that's going... what Lindsay Lohan tells me. <laughs> <laughs> I love a Lindsay Lohan reference. No. Um,
0: I've started uh, 2021 early and I've decided to re-watch all The Marvel Cinematic Universal movies <laughs> from the start, but oh. in chronological order because you know, I'm appreciative I, that I'm way. upset,
1: Chris. I thought you're going to watch the entire 2018 Collingwood season <laughs> I'm <definitely> from beginning <laughs> to end. No, right in front I of me, I might skip the last five minutes. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so.
0: Sorry, no, that's good I might just watch the preliminary final and leave it there <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: like, God, Mason. Mason Cox is such a he's good such footballer He's such
0: a great player I love that he's getting picked at the moment
1: Such a good footballer uh, Oh, and here is my smoky Which I need to bring back up, Chris mm. Smoky option And it's not the best thing in the world But if you're struggling for cash Which is definitely possible for some of you Because I myself have picked over premiums And I don't have that much money So here's the thing <laughs> When we look at the season, there is one cheap player, and he still has a fairly high break even, but they do have an easy draw. So St Kilda, they have an easy draw of, once again, let me repeat it. They're playing Sydney Gold Coast mm-hmm. with a weak midfield. Then they have Geelong and Essendon. So obviously, you yeah, know, Geelong, hopefully they might get some players back, but a condensed fixture, so probably won't be too strong. And Essendon, I think, are still yeah, pretty weak in that midfield mix. Yep. Uh, young, so adolescent. Now, Sebi Ross... Now, this you is... You love that. No, no, I just like... I know, no, that's, for, I'm for not those, saying it's bad. For those in draft leagues, right, I, I don't mind Sebi Ross. So he's averaged, uh, what, 97, 98, 100, 101 the last few years. If you need a cheap option as your M8 and things have gone badly and you want an option and you want to take a bit of a risk, because I'm thinking about taking this risk, Chris. <laughs> What's well, a draft league, I wouldn't do this for an overall because Steele's killing him and I'd try and get the money for steal. But for a draft league, he is someone that can knock it out of the park and have big scores, particularly at the end of the year, which he, I want to he talk about. He can definitely
0: rack up the pill. He can. I know that he can, but... If you can use it effectively, it would be you'd be a decent shout.
1: But he's notorious for starting slow and having big ends to seasons. Now he is three hundred and seventy-eight k. He has dropped hundred and fifty. There's a reason for that. Three. Yes, of course there is. There's he's always in a reason. territory. For that. At the remember moment. how I picked up? There's a
0: three in front of his. Remember neck.
1: how I picked up Jack Rewalt for like peanuts, and he scored a two hundred against the Gold Coast, right? Of course you did. Methods to the yeah, madness. of course. Yeah. And then I picked up a Hawkins, and he scored hundred and seventy-six. And remember
0: when I did this three years ago? And it was amazing.
1: 50. I like cheap players, right? I'm a sucker for cheap players. Anyway, so his break even's 89, so he could still drop <laughs> further, right? But he is super cheap, so five uh, five hundred seventy eight thousand dollars, extremely cheap. Now, when we look back at previous years, Chris,
0: I know he's like he's had like three years in a row where he's had six game averages of like 120. Plus I
1: know, on but the from the second I half know. second half of the season, so he's still in the tourist for the odd dud score. Yeah, 111, 101, 94, 55, 98, 70, 159, 100, 129, 116, 126. He finished like an absolute train on fire. And that was last year. Finished the season. And then the year before, Chris, the finishing of the season, you're looking at, again, from after...
0: I think we've given this too much air time. The
1: middle part. No, no, no. Stuff you, right? (laughs) You will not Seb rush me. (laughs) Okay? From... (laughs) The middle of the rounds, right from around the by 136. I forgot how fun this is. <laughs> 136, 59, 79, 129, 79, 158, 152, 103, 129. Seb Ross for three, 378k. It's, good. it's a good answer.
0: Let's move to Twitter and
1: see. What Draft Leagues. He is only $100,000 more than Sarong right now. Draft leagues. I think he could easily be your M8. Or if you get a luxury at the end with your trades, you could push it there. Oh, I've got some lame Trust jokes me, in my head, right? but none of them are hey, good. Either way, so. he's going to outscore Devin Smith for the same price. Well, that's also, that that, that <laughs> might be accurate. That might be,
0: right? Um, Now, Seeker on Twitter says, and you are also in the Twitch chat, so how are you going, Seeker? Uh, he said, would you advocate holding trades through the round if pos- is possible or use the trades at the start? Um, Burn and go. Yeah, so no, um, uh, try and hold them if you can. Um, Just with the... So what he's saying is um, spending them all, you know, Wednesday or Thursday night. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, Try. you've got to try and hold them through the round. But whether or not you use them to save a zero may be dependent on a few different factors.
1: Here's the thing. I think if you're freeing up cash, go ahead and try and free it up fairly early, depending on when they play. Yep. If you're going to make an upgrade and you're going for someone who is not notoriously playing. So um, was it McInerney? No, not um, McHenry or someone the Sydney. I don't know. Uh, one of these rookies. Dustin yeah, McInerney. Yeah, McInerney. You could then upgrade him because chances are he's probably not playing. That's fine. Whereas if you're looking at doing something a bit dodgy with one of your, you know, your Taylors or your kings, then maybe kind of don't upgrade to someone playing at the start of the week. Wait until upgrade to a player at the end of the week. So that might be, instead of going for a... Could be a way to save a zero there. So instead of going for a Parker who might play at the start, you might look and wait, and then maybe you might go for a Duncan at the end of the week if it's all clear to do so. Because I think people are going to get burnt hard by trading early in the week, and then all of a sudden, oh, this person's a bit sore, laid out, laid out. And next minute you're like, oh, well, I would have had a team, but, but now I don't. And then on the flip side of that, you've got the problem of, Waiting well, too long. <laughs> There's always a problem Chris is always too long. Chris's problem. But, well,
0: the biggest problem of the of the year is going to be it's, it's all it's all going to be lucky who wins. I mean, at the, end, at the end of the day, like mm. you're not going to be able to navigate these as good. The trades really don't. This is what I mean. the trades don't do much to actually help your team in terms of saving zeros because people aren't going to want to use their trades to save zeros. That's that's people aren't going to do that. People are just going to get lucky. And they're gonna wing it through and they're not gonna they're not gonna going side, sideways trade their premiums. And they're gonna upgrade the rookies to try to yep. get to and they're gonna fast. just
1: hit people that don't get injured. It's yeah. gonna be So like you're that. just
0: gonna get lucky and you're gonna get through it unscathed or you're gonna get through it and can, hit like a brick.
1: Can I also have a big rant here? John Brown, every year has the crappest super coach team on earth. This year, with all of his mid priced people that no premium at all on his list. I come up against him. I'm looking at his side. I'm like, "Good God, his team
0: is so good. I'm like, I can't compete with this this year." I mean, he is the number one Supercoach player of all time, right? Yeah. So you know, he, every time, time he puts out Goss. a document
1: saying, "Oh, yeah, Supercoach this player," and you sit there and you laugh this year. He he struck gold like nine hey, times look, out I of laughed. ten. I laughed at the same
0: time. Um, now on to uh, Supercoach.er um, f- uh, Wondering what your feel is for why there are so many monster scores this year. Is it scaling? Efficiency of ball use or just the cream rising to the top, uh, it's definitely scaling. Uh, it's say, 100% scaling.
1: I'll let Chris answer this one because he's used to feeling monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You're monsters. Ah, <laughs> okay. oh, that was fucking weird. Uh, no, it's it's 100% scaling that um, there's so many of them. However, every year there are big scores. So it's not like, and every yep. week, if you look at Supercoach over the um, journey, every week there's some big score. It might be 150, but- 160, but. We're having like five, six in a round. Well, that's why... But it's it, ridiculous. But that's
1: why intercept marks are doing well because yeah. the intercept mark comes in, you're getting eight points for an intercept mark. You're then getting points... It's for like the... 10 or 12 points for an intercept mark and effective kick. But then, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, a... and an effective kick. And then it's a rebound 50. Yeah. It's a kick. And then all of a sudden, what happens is, is that those points... When it comes to the end of the quarter, like yeah, oh. that's what I mean. Like yeah. it becomes like instead okay of it being normal, instead of it being an eight plus a kick plus yeah. a, a rebounding fifty, they go and take that and then they just push it to twenty. Yeah, and you're like, holy crap! Like it just gets scaled. Everything you do gets scaled. Yep, it's crazy.
0: Um, and so it's not the fact that the scoring is wrong. The scoring is getting completely skewed to higher end yeah. impact plays, which two is- goals. Um, intercept possessions, contested effective disposals is the number one that really pisses me off because what is a contested disposal is a is a shitter in itself.
1: But if we have this kind of fixture again in the future, at least if they can look back and say, okay, well you're looking at midfielders, rucks, forward mids actually get that time. Yeah, no, I one hundred percent don't pick premiums because of again the high highs and the low yeah. lows. You have one game that you're not in it, you score a fifty, and then your price goes. Yeah, boom. I still I'm
0: still firm on the belief that. Ruck scoring is, is completely screwed for the year, and it should Ooh. not be nearly as high as it should be. But
1: Speaking of ruck scores, uh, Oscar, Big O, McInerney. Uh, Archie has done syndesmosis. Archie Steph, Smith, you mean? Uh, Archie Smith, yep. what I say? Archie, Archie,
0: which could be Callum Archie. Sorry,
1: sorry. Uh, Archie Smith, Uh, syndesmosis. Steph Martin's out for six to eight weeks, I think, with his back or whatever's going on. So Big O is their only ruck. He is going to be a solo ruck for 350K ruck forward. He could being with Rucks uh go really well over the next sort of month or two and do well. Particularly I could over the trade him
0: to pit from Pitney.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's also the other concern. If you have Pitney, you know the
0: the, the outside of it. The yes. hurt
1: of having a number one and only Ruck the not diff- scoring well. the so. difference
0: is Bigo is gonna push for taking contested grab kick goal. I can't see Pitney getting near the ball. Like unless there's unless the unless there's stoppage, you don't see Pitney anywhere near the ball at all. And they're definitely going to handball yeah. to him. No. They definitely follow rule number one, never handball to a Ruckman. It's so annoying.
1: Yep. Anyway. Or, um, or
0: he follows the number
1: one rule. Anytime he gets the ball, he handballs it to someone else that can kick. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And yeah. Then,
0: but even then, it's not an effective disposal. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: all right. Uh, Ollie also says, uh, I was looking at bringing in Baz Lenka this week, uh, but found myself questioning the decision as Dunkley is expected to return the next couple of weeks. No, it's fine. Um, I'm with you. I, I also think that's fine. Um, he
1: he did well. Bef- he did well even. He while. did and
0: and what they d- he actually his his midfield time was down with Dunkley back in the side, but it didn't really impact his scoring. So I wouldn't be worried too much about it, which is why I just went ban- and immediately and he's him cheap in. as well.
1: Yeah. I think he's not going to do so bad. I
0: think the value per position you can't get much better than that. So I think it
1: might affect Lib. Well, Lib is still inside. So Bond's really the one that's suffering. Well, anyway well this they year. pushed
0: McRae out earlier in the season. He yeah. was playing much more wing. So. Uh, hopefully for McRae owners, that doesn't happen when um, when Dunks comes back. But, I mean, I do love watching Josh Dunkley play. I'd love to have a, a sneaky little I think Josh it makes Dunkley. sense
1: though. So Dunkley comes in, Hunter's on outside. McRae yeah. will probably be on the other outside and they look strong.
0: The worst part is for Dunkley, he got injured on a really good score. Like it was the last second of the game, remember? Yeah. And that's when he got injured. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. So you can't, you're not even going to be able to get him cheap. Um and someone also said, should we consider a triple downgrade this week? Uh, now, I suppose, like, yeah, that's obviously to get cash in, but I don't know where you're going to get the rookies from because the rookies that
1: are available really aren't Georgia that cheap. Artis, Close, and Ling. That's pretty much... I, I know some people are still talking about getting and stuff. People are still looking yeah. um, at McPherson and stuff. Really? Why would you bring in a 190K r- rookie? Even, get it. Even
0: like even Georgadas is 180k. Yeah, so like, I don't. see I don't. The see, point. He's not really a cash generator. So how like, are you I'm making is. like 60k going down. Yeah. How are you making one like? Who or a
1: hundred from like king, and then what are you going to do with 100k? You have to downgrade three people to upgrade one. Like, yeah, exactly. Like this is, but we yeah. we
0: knew this for a few weeks going in. These that's why these extra trades. Are actually just going to help people get to their premium size because that extra three four hundred grand is going to be really really useful. Well,
1: and that's why I hate with this format—the high highs and the low lows. You get a, a rookie have a good week, and then all of a sudden they follow up with a stinker. And yeah, they, you're not they, getting consistency. They yeah. stagnate yeah. their cash flow, and it's like, oh, where's and, my money?
0: And like, do I? Does anyone want to not have ranking? I'm going to have him for the rest of the year. I think know? I might just keep him at <laughs> F6. <laughs> might as well. The guy, dude, I just love watching him play. I don't care. But I just not, want him in, but, on my field so I can cheer for him to be. But he can also goal. score hundreds. Yeah, he can. So
1: he won't do it every week. But like, what forward will? Uh,
0: he oh, could have, yeah. dude. He could have done it last week, but he kicked one goal four. Oh yeah, true. Like the guy's a freak. Like
1: yeah, he could have won. He could have put them in even. I think yeah, it was. dude. Yeah. If he
0: kicks that goal, that, that, like he had a, he took a like a hanger in the like
1: yeah. And then he
0: missed it. yeah. he so. had a tough shot on goal and. I think any nine times out of 10, he hits that.
1: Yeah, he looks so good. Oh, man, you nice. have him in Keeper, don't you? You bastard. I think
0: you no. Should. I trade him in because he was on the waiver, and then no, it's on that stupid spreadsheet you set up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah, all right. All right. all right. all right. I think that wraps us up, Chris. It does. That's
1: uh, that for us. Thanks for having us. It's been a bit of a blast, and uh, I can't even remember what we said, but I remember laughing a couple of times. <laughs> I'm sure that you
0: were funny, so that's good. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. But um, um, look, not sure where we'll go from here. We'll just be spontaneous with it, so... We will. We'll and look,
0: there's a few reasons for, but, I mean, life happens as well. We've also got some other stuff going on. Yes. Nothing, like, uh, bad, I'd say. It's just all good stuff. Um, but it's just all, yeah, busy and my work's killing me and um, your work's killing you and yeah. so...
1: Plus COVID. Like, if it was a normal season, we'd just, like, you know, you nut up and yeah, the time. But, it's, oh, it's just, but with this year, it's, it's kind of so relaxed that everything's... And not only that, you look at Twitter and how many of the, you know, specialists are doing well. Not many. Yeah, It's kind of like most people that just kind of make a team and do all this weird stuff, they're killing it. Some guys at my school, killing it. <laughs> Literally, one guy was fourth and then he's now 90th because he had Dry Simkin and Dodie. And another one's like in the top like 200, and they're just absolutely killing life. And I'm sitting there going, how am I meant to compete against these guys in a league? Well, I suppose
0: 2020 was the great uh, leveler for everything, right? Yep, T- takes everyone back to the drawing board.
1: I am intrigued for next year, though.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, maybe. Well, no, people, be, <laughs> no, no, people will be overpriced. I'm so actually, I'm, I'm people, actually
1: people will be overpriced. Some will be underpriced. I don't even want to
0: think about next year. I do. Like I'm, I'm literally like I not that looking helps forward. Me, helps me sleep at night, oh, like, Chris. No, no, not. <laughs> All right, guys.
1: Thank you very much. Catch up with you soon. Ciao. Bye. Bye